Hello, my name is Sarah, one of the Verban Day missionaries based out here in San Francisco. And we've entered into the second week of Advent. And in this second week, we have two beautiful feasts of Mary. Today is the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And on Saturday, we have this feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, La Virgen de Guadalupe. And so I wanted to focus this week, this podcast, a little bit on Mary's yes. As we as we come into the second week of Advent, we're getting closer to Christmas. Let's spend a little time focusing on Mary's yes. How on earth was it possible that she was able to say yes to God? There's a song that we sing very often in the Verban Day. And I'm sure those of you who have come to many of our retreats will know it very well. It's called God Still Calls. And just in case you want to remind yourself, it goes like this. I am the Lord of heaven and earth, and I've heard the cry of my people. And it goes on and on and on and on. But it's a beautiful song. And I say the title is God Still Calls. And, you know, I've been playing this song, I think, for 20 years or something like that. And it was probably about a year, a year and a half, maybe two years after I started hearing the song. Could have even been a little bit longer. And I suddenly just had this light bulb moment. I remember exactly where I was sat. I was sat in the little, uh, it was called the Green Hut, the little green hut in Southampton where the community was based at the table. And I had the songbook in front of me and just was reading the words. And I read the title, God Still Calls. And it was like, I just suddenly like was in this moment of awe. God still calls. God is still calling right now. And I was just so, so excited. Like how cool it is that God is still alive. God is still present. God is active. God is aware of what's going on. And God is still calling. And I think just really seeing each one of us today, seeing this feast of Mary, God called Mary in a very special, very unique way. But God calls each one of us. And this gives me hope that God still calls. This gives me hope because God hasn't given up on God's promise. God hasn't given up on that promise of wholeness, of shalom, of peace, of reconciliation, of fullness, of of joy. God hasn't given up. And because God hasn't given up, God still calls. God sees the suffering. God feels the suffering. God hears the cry of God's people. And God still calls. We're part of this story. This story that is a story of love. It's a story of life. And in today's reading, we hear, it's the very familiar reading of the Annunciation. We hear the angel uh, saying to Mary, first of all, Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. And I think that is that, that, that promise of God, the promise of God who says, I am with you. I will be with you. Emmanuel, God with us. Mary experienced that through those words of the angels. The Lord is with you. 
God still calls. God still calls us to be in relationship. And we can put our name there. Hail Mary. Hail Sarah. Hail Gabby. Hail Linda. Hail Sandy. Hail each one of you. The Lord is with you. In Advent, we cry out to God to come, but God is longing to come and be with us. And we see that in this, in this beautiful gospel of today. The Lord wants to come and be with us. It's this deep, mutual desire. So as we journey with Mary, as we journey with Mary to Bethlehem, to the manger, God who calls her, calls us. I don't know if you've ever asked yourself, how on earth did Mary have the strength, the vision, the wisdom, the courage to respond to God's love, to say yes to God's plan, God's desire of wanting to be with us? And in this week, in these last weeks, um, we've really been pondering on that question. Mary didn't say yes alone. Her response to God, you know, wasn't in a, in a vacuum, so to speak. She stood on the shoulders of a long history of many women saying yes to God. Think of Miriam. Think of Ruth and Naomi. Think of her cousin, Elizabeth. Think of the countless hidden women the midwives, maybe the people in her village, her own parents, her grandparents. She was able to respond to God's love, being able to draw strength and courage and vision and wisdom from so many women, men that have gone before her. And I even think, you know, just thinking in our own stories, whose shoulders do we stand on? Whose lives do we draw strength from, courage from, vision from, wisdom from, to be able to respond to God's love? I think of my own, my nana, my grandmother. I think of my mum, my nana, whose, whose life to me speaks of hope living through World War II, receiving news that her brother had been shot down in the war and they didn't know where he was, what happened to him. And she writes a note to her parents saying, never lose hope. I think of my mum who left her country, her, her small village in Ireland, to follow her dream of being a teacher. Courage to, to open paths, to cross waters, to discover something new. So on this day, in this week, as we contemplate this, this beautiful feast of Mary, let us see, let us as well contemplate how God calls us to be part of this story. How is God calling us to respond to, to God's plan, to God's love? How is God calling us to give comfort? That beautiful reading that we heard on Sunday. And know that we're not saying yes alone. 
we can draw strength from so many people, from so many lives. So we continue walking together, walking with Mary, walking with one another as we walk towards Bethlehem and we walk towards the manger.